Welcome to another episode of Salvation Solutions. I am Aviance. I am Aramis. And I am Pastor D. So we're going to start today talking about the third round of stimulus that may come. Hmm. What are your thoughts on the third round? I hope it's more than $600. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it'll be it'll be I was reading I was reading an article either yesterday or today that talked about how the poverty rate has gone up for all of all America. But obviously it's going up the highest in black America. Um, it just came. This, they did a um, the research just came out in the, the, the middle of this month. Um, and so they talked, I believe it said the poverty rate for, um, all America has gone up like by 2.4%, but black America about like 5.4%. Mm. So it's a little bit higher. Um, and they, I think they estimated that to, to be something like 2 million or something like that. Uh, black Americans went into poverty since, since COVID, you know, so they said what actually, what actually caused the numbers to be, um, as low as the, as low as they were was the first round of stimulus okay. that went out, you know. So the second round or the third round actually will be um, will 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 be will be beneficial in in you know reducing that even more, you know. Um, obviously, you know it's 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 something that that you know we want to see happen. You know, you want to see happen. Uh, you know, we hopefully hopefully. You know, I, I was talking to Leslie about it. What, what's what's difficult about it, and what we don't know, and I and I go back and forth with, with Rich about this all the time. We really don't have all the information to really make sound judgments or decisions on the situation. So part of what the argument will be from the Republican perspective is, well, there's a lot of things in this bill that has nothing to do with COVID. And that's the political game they play. You know, they might they might want to give a trillion dollars to, you know, the Elephant Foundation, but they slip it into this bill because and then but what they're going to say is, well, the Democrats are fighting the stimulus. Well, no, that's not what they're fighting. Right. Mm. I mean, the Republicans, whoever, both of them do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, they're fighting that trillion dollars you want to give the elephants. Right. So we don't know what the, what those little, you know, nuances are right. that that, you know, Republicans are fighting against. And so I think it behooves us to really research it and know because they, you know, they're already talking about, no, I think it was 1.62 trillion or something like that. It's, it's a lot of, a lot of money that um, President Biden is, you know, proposing to give to, to America, which, you know, uh, which excites me because, you know, when it comes to our reparations conversation, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where Same are we going to get the money from? Right Same place we got it from <laughs> two weeks ago. Right. So, but do you think if this third round of stimulus come, is that grabbing money from another piece that we don't know about? Like, is that taking money from another part that we right. may need? I mean, I don't know. It could be, you know, um, it could be that. And, and I'm sure it's just a matter of going to print more, you know. Uh, well, we the still, more money we print, don't it devalue? Well, you got inflation, you know, it, it devalues the money a little bit. But, you know, we overcome all that, you know. <laughs> the, way that, the way we hoard money, the way we take money out of the economy, yeah. you know. And see, that's one of the things we do. We take money out of circulation, and now it's not in there, so the value is going to always be what it's supposed to be. So, mm. you know, it'll, it'll stabilize. But, you know, again, we don't really have all the information to, to be able to, you know, we're judging from the outside, and, and that's what makes it difficult. So I know something else that was bothering you about this uh, Harriet Tubman oh, on yeah, money. Man. So explain to us. So you say it was a poll going out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Please talk to us about this poll. Cause well, it's... you know, you know, 
when it comes to wealth, when you think about wealth and you think about, you know, especially from a, from a black American perspective, I mean, I mean, anything short of reparations for us is, is you playing games, you playing games, you know, and, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's really not even about, it's really not even about how poor or how wealthy black America is really, it's really not. It's really about the debt you owe to the American descendants of slaves and black America because of the way we've been treated. It's really about that. Like I could be a billionaire, give me my money. You still owe me. You still owe me. You know, if the economy was, if black America's economy was, was as, as, as equal or if the wealth gap was closed and was equal between white America and black America, you still owe me. Really, that's really what it comes down to. You still owe us the money. And so um, when, you, when, you, when you see the symbolic gestures that, you know, um, white politicians make, i.e., you know, putting Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill. Mm -hmm. You know what? Listen, great. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That ain't, that ain't helping more $20 bills get in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't know what you think about that, but. It's the equivalent of taking a child and apologizing <laughs> to him for the school system being so bad, so you buy him an ice cream. Right, right. What is that really helping? That don't help him. Seeing a he picture go to that school of every day. someone that I never met that fought for my rights on a dollar bill, how is that going to create wealth for me? Yeah. You know, what type of position is that going to put well, me no, in? No, 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 no. They're not thinking about creating wealth for you. Ex that, that's they're, my point, they're, though. They're thinking they're about satisfying about you. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah. That's, that's the deception. Right. Yeah. No, that's you know, the deception. I, I want to I slide something in your face to make you feel better right. while I'm taking advantage of you, on, of you on the backside. Now, Joe can come back and say, well, listen, I put, I put Harry Tubman on a $20 bill for you. <laughs> what else you want me to do? That's what Mitch said. We gave you a black president. Okay. No, you didn't. We'll see. We'll see. I could, if Mitch said that, okay. But Joe, I, yeah. Joe, Joe's smarter than that. I, uh, I mean, he I gave us a black hope. vice president. No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> you heard Joe. You heard Joe tell him civil rights folks. Listen, let me tell you something. And he let him, he talked to him just like that. You ain't got no reason to be upset. I've already done more. He sounds just like Donald Trump. I mean, we ain't nobody gonna say that. Yeah. But he sounds just like Donald Trump. I've already done more. Same thing he said. I've already done more for black folks. I've already done, but everybody talking about what they done for black folk, but ain't nobody gave us reparations. Ain't nobody put no money in our, in our pockets. Ain't nobody stimulated our economy. But everybody's saying what they did for black folk. We ain't done nothing. Because all that other stuff is just symbolic. Yeah. It's just what, symbolic. What, what kills me about it is they, they always talk about, well, we, we create more job opportunities for, for black America than, than, you know, than any other yeah. race, right? right. But... These jobs that are created are typically not the type of jobs that bring people out of poverty. They're the menial right. jobs. Exactly. Exactly. Right. The frontline jobs. The, the, the They're lowest the jobs that make job. you wealthy. Exactly. They're the jobs that making, they, they're making you wealthy. Yep. You know, they're putting peanuts in my pocket, but they're making you wealthy. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, so we just... Black folk, the, 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 the issue with black folk is you have this dichotomy to where you have your... Affluent, quote unquote, political black folk who are benefiting from the political machine. Then you got the rest of black America, right? They, 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 they put the face on as if they're fighting for black America. But at the same time, they got to play the political game because their livelihood is at stake. Mm. Right. That's why you have some calling for us to pull out of that whole political machine. I mean, pull out and create our own. Yeah. Pull out of that political machine because as long as you got, 
And, you know, the way they look at it, they, they, they call them, you know, the, the, and during the slavery time, you had your, your house Negroes and you had your field, your field Negroes. You got those folks that's in the house, that's in the political game, and they, they got to they gotta do right by the political head because they're not running nothing in the, in the political machine. They, right. they, you know, they tag alongs and they, right. you know, they need they, they need they check too. Right. So that's always that's that's going to be an issue. That's why I really believe it's got to be a grassroots, a grassroots movement or rumbling or or, or, or um, um, revolution that's going to that's going to be so powerful that it disrupts the political regime of black America and white America. And, you know, they can't deny it. You know, they can't deny it. So, you know, um, but that's just a symbolic gesture to say to black folks, you know, but I mean, Joe, it's interesting because I saw a meme before I came here and it spoke about something like that. I can't remember verbatim, but it said um, that white people are trying to satisfy us with symbolism rather than giving us economic equality and racial justice. Right. No, right on. Yeah. The, the meme, the, 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 the poet I was telling you about, you had some of the social media influencers saying black, black America, would you rather have Harriet, Harriet Tubman's face on the dollar bill or reparations package? You know? And, um, you know, it was for CC Bob, you know, what, what we'd rather have. I mean, it, I mean, come on. I mean, I would love Sister Harriet. I mean, I mean, right. both. How about both? How about both? Can we have both? Ah. Can we have both? Can right. we? Right. That's yeah. like asking you, you know, you got a $20 bill on the floor or a $10 bill on the floor. Which one are you going to pick up? I want both. <laughs> pick up both of them. Put my foot on both. I'm pick up both of them. Why I got to choose? Just give me both. We can have both of them. Right. <laughs> So, I mean, the thing is, we got to get to the meat. We got to get to the real meat of it. And, you know, uh, in the book, we talk about, like, the heart of it is reparation for black America. The heart of salvation is reparation for black America. We can't, as a church, not view the Jesus justice that's, from, that's in the word of God um, as, the, as, as, it, as, it, as the solution. We have to view it, I should say, as the solution to what we're facing. And so... You know, um, salvation is the solution to poverty. And well, that's what it's got to be about. I want to get into this book because I started right, reading this book. Yeah, okay, yeah. and I've been thoroughly enjoying well, this book. Yeah. Um, so I I do have to take it in doses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you can't just so that one. I, I was thinking about it while I was reading it. The one guy who called you and said, Wait, "Yeah, is this I read the through published it." Published copy or is this the? the... That she oh. she's jumping ahead. She 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 you know she oh, she oh, doing what oh. she doing she doing a daughter thing. She taking her liberty. <laughs> she taking her liberty. <laughs> She's taking her liberty. I see what it is. She ain't got away. She's like, I ain't got away. She's taking her liberty. That's cool. I can't argue with that. You gotta take it. She gotta take it. She's it's cool with me. I mean, if poverty right. put on my hands, yeah. mine. So, yeah. 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 so sorry to the I, folks. I ain't but, argue uh, with it. I ain't argue with it. But go ahead. Yeah. Privileges to being a daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No so. doubt. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't argue with it. So um, yeah, so I was just wondering how that guy read through it as quickly as he did, because I really like just chapter by chapter, like mm. to read a chapter and wait, is so good because it's yeah. so meaty. Yeah. Um, but something that I want to get into, so while we wait for our reparations, because I'm not going to say we're not going to get it, right. while we wait, right. um, God has really put in a natural system in place right. for us to to build wealth through Amen. our gifts. Can Amen. you speak on that? Because the, the way that you yeah. broke it down, I love the way you did it. Well, well so... I started, I started, if I remember correctly, oh, oh. <laughs> I, started <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah, wait a I started with revealing the nature of who God is. Mm -hmm. I think that's how I started. And, and, um, and, uh, uh, no, 
It's not on that. It's, it's on another post. No, it's right here. Uh, Hebrews, the 11th chapter, um, the sixth verse says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. But he that cometh unto God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So that scripture right there, it really revolutionized my approach to God. It really breaks down the religious barriers that most people have. Basically, he's saying, listen, you can't hang out with me if you don't believe these two things about me. And the first thing is that I am that I am, right? We get that revelation from over in Moses when he says, he told Moses, go to Moses, ask him, well, who, who should I say send me? He says, say, I am that I am, mm -hmm. right? But, and that word means I am or I, I'm, I, I exist and I'm able to become. Like I become whatever I need to be to you, right? right? I am that I am. So you got to believe God that whatever you need him to be, whoever you need him to be, if you need him to be a father, you need him to be an employee, you need him to be a, an entrepreneur, you need whatever you need from him, he's able to do it for you, right? Jesus said all things are possible, right? And whatever I need God to be to me, he is. All of those things are embodied in the one term, Abba. We're talking about sonship, Abba. It's really the, all of who God is is embodied in that one term of father. He's everything to me that I need to be. That's the first thing. Before you can even walk with me, that word come, coming to me it means, it means to fellowship, it means to exchange, it means to walk with, right? The second thing is, he's a rewarder. That word rewarder is the word remunerator. It literally means one who looks to make another wealthy. It's actually, it was referred to in, in, in um, a lot of cultures as one who makes another a king. They called them kingmakers. That's one dimension of that word. Well, the other dimension of that word deals with remunerating through gifts. We see this played out in Jesus's life, first and foremost. When the, when the, when the magic came, um, I, I recently was listening to somebody talk about that experience. There was a, there's a portion in the Word of God where it says, when, when, when the, when the um, magic came to bring Jesus gifts, the whole, uh, uh, um, the whole town was, was terrorized. They were in great fear. And I often wondered about that. Um, and, then, and then I did some research and I found out that the treasure was so great that they were bringing that they had an army to they had to have an army to guard it. Well, I recently heard a guy talk about his he read up on something from a historical perspective that that said it, it was more than three. It was it was like it was like an army of kings who brought their armies to watch over the wealth. So that's why the city was so afraid, because they thought uh, arrived in the city because they thought they were coming to take over the city. Well, Jesus, that experience shows us how God used gifts to remunerate or to make wealthy, you know, his people. So he brought Jesus, he brought Jesus those gifts and the treasures that the three kings brought to him was to establish him as a king in the earth. There's no such thing as a broke king. That just wasn't, that just wasn't, wasn't. Matter of fact, me and Leslie watching this, um, this series right now and this king got overthrown and, and he was, you know, he was escaping and he was he was poor. He didn't have nothing. And he went to this other town and, they, and, and his boy announced him as a king. And the current king, they says, king, he, he ain't no king. He mm -hmm. broke. Mm -hmm. it, it ain't no such thing as a broke king. So mm -hmm. so so God's remunerative nature, like the nature of who God is, is to remunerate. Well, he remunerates naturally through giftings. Right. In first Corinthians, the 12th chapter, the seventh verse, the Bible says, uh, speaking of the spiritual gifts that God has given us, they've been given unto all men to profit, right? That word profit means to make money. It means to cause, to gain, to become wealthy. And so the gifts that God gives us, the Bible says a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men or into his greatness. It also talks about um, he that he that turneth his, turneth his gifts shall prosper. 
So there's so many scriptures that speak to how the gifting that God has given us was given or is designed to bring us into a wealthy place. But we don't we don't we normally use our gifts and we hear people talk about our gifts so they can volunteer for the church. So the church ain't got to pay nobody on the payroll. Right. Right. But but the natural endowment that God has given us through your spiritual gifting, your natural gifting and your acquired skill, through wisdom, through understanding, all those things are designed to enable you to overcome poverty. But if you don't see God as a remunerator, if you don't see him as one who looks to make another wealthy, as one, it, it was a, it was an old uh, a financial term that that really didn't come into usage unless there was large sums of money being talked about. This is the historical um, etymology of this word. That man, this word is about wealth. It's about riches. It's about honor. It's about making another, you know, having another come into an abundance. So when we talk about it in the book, I just want people to recognize the nature of God and how God blesses. He blesses us today. How are you going to overcome poverty today? is through the gifting that God has given you, even with reparations. Reparations is just going to be a building block for us to create generational wealth. Like the reason white America is able to maintain and, and continue to increase the wealth gap is because they're able to pass down two, three, four, five, six generations worth of wealth, right? Whereas black America, we continue to pass down poverty. They're passing down wealth. So what, what reparations will do, it'll put us in a position to build wealth and to be able to create generational wealth. But you're still going to have to use and learn how to monetize your gifting. We have a brand called Building Wealth God's Way, where we talk about every aspect of entrepreneurship, every aspect of your gifting. We even have a gift set assessment um, quiz that you can take to help you locate what your gifting is. Once you locate that gifting, now you got to once you discover it, now you got to now you got to um, you got to describe it. I'm sorry. You got to develop it. Then you got to you got to um, you got to create a. Um, a, a, a way to express it. So you got to you got to you got to create a, a description of it and then you got to be able to present it to the marketplace. So we talk about how you go through those four phases of discovering, of developing, you know, of of describing. And then how do you how are you going to uh, demonstrate it in the marketplace? And that's what building wealth God's way is all about. God is an entrepreneur. We got to recognize that about God. So there's so much that we can get into that I didn't get into in that book. I just wanted people to see the nature of God. Yeah. He is a remunerator, one who looks to make another wealthy. Salvation is his solution to poverty through his remunerative care and concern for mankind. He gave us gifts and those gifts will lead you into the wealthy place that he has for you. But you got to know how to turn it. You got to discover it. You got to perfect it. You got to develop it. You got to design it. And then you got to deploy it into the marketplace. Well, speaking of turning and deploying, let me ask you something. <laughs> okay. Because our brother Aramis has been turning his gift. Yeah, yeah, he worked For sure. So how how important or what, what effect have you seen happening since turning your gift for you and your family? Uh... A lot, a lot of challenges, um, but but also a lot of um, a, a lot of a lot of revelation and development um, in my faith, because I, I had a choice. I so let me just set this up real quick. So before I took the job that I have now, I had an opportunity to be a CPA and, and make a lot of money doing that and stuff, but that wasn't. That didn't fit my passion. My passion was music, right? In leaving the job that I had 
I was in the process of leaving the job that I had at the time, and I had a choice to either be a CPA or go and, and be a security guard and and possibly move up from there. But I would have had the time necessary to develop, you know, my, my gifting and figure out what I wanted to do music wise. Because at the time I had no clue. Right. I, I didn't even know that I could produce music the way that I could back then. Right. So. So the way you produce it now. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and so it really. That's a great point, though. That's what I want. I want to come back to that point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so. So it was a huge step of faith to take a two dollar pay cut and go to a job where I didn't even know if I was going to get promoted. I was just going there just for the sake of, of opening up the, the the time to both be at service mm-hmm. and to work on music full up. Uh, well, not full time, but just in my in my spare time outside of work. And. I, I kid you not, I think it was. A month or two after I had taken this job that I just I decided, you know, I, I it was too hard for me to try to get music from other places. Let me just pick up a music program and start learning and teaching myself how to how to produce music. And I remember I sent I sent Demaris my first beat and, and he called me. He goes, he goes, he goes, where you been at with this? What? That's you, all you I mean can. to tell me this is your first time? Said, this sounds like something that, that, that somebody been doing for a while. Why why you why why haven't you done this before? And I said, Why well, mm-hmm. I, I never thought to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it just so anyway, I say all that to say that at first it was a huge step of faith. And then in in seeing what could come from me just trusting God to 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 develop my gifting and, and to just keep pursuing, then I then I began to understand how I could turn that into a business and how I can profit from that. And not only that, but more importantly, how I can be a blessing with it. Because it gave me an opportunity to help other people that were in my position before where they were very young. They didn't know where they can get music from. They didn't know who they can trust in the business and all that stuff. So I, I could also use the business as a ministry of sorts. Right. So so all of these things just came as revelations in the development of me of me making a, 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 a faithful decision to 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 use my gifting and trust God to lead me in the way that he would have me to go. You know, so. Uh, massive growth. I mean, if, if we're looking at if we're looking at four years now that I've been doing this, just four years, and the first year was all you know development, taking classes mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, and then to now where the business is viable, uh, you know, and, and Pop, we talked about this uh, last week. You know, I, I asked Demiris. I said, I'm I'm at a point now where I man, I, I want to be. I want to be where, where you at. Right. You know, I want to get mm-hmm. to what, what do I need to do? And then it hit me. You've taken the last three, four years, some odd to, to right. put all of these businesses and systems in place. Right. Right. And I had I had the structure in place. I just didn't have the content. Right. Mm. So right. so I needed to make sure that I focused on getting the content finished so that I can fill the mechanisms. Right. And then market and advertise. Right. 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 So, uh, again, Another level of development, right? Another level of, of, of just trusting and, 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 and having that faith that, you know, when when it was needed, the answer would be there, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think, I hope that answers your question. But No, he, he answered it great, but he, I want to touch a few things. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> because what he just basically went through was the whole building wealth God's way 
mantra is what we put together a portal to where we talk about you know everything from gifts at discovery to jesus the master marketer jesus was the was a master marketer and so we teach the marketing methods and techniques that he used to market his business um which some will call his ministry but two things that he he, he mentioned the first that i said um i wanted to come back to was 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 it when you said what did you say faith was was it about faith i said i want to come back to that yeah the decision to step the, to leave that job right and, right so there's an element of faith involved in who you are and what god has given you you get that aspect of it and then and then he took he made the time right and that's what that's another point uh i want to make he made the time to develop his gift you know, while he was still, you know, working somewhere else. You got you to gotta make the time. You got you to, you know, you got to separate yourself. He made the time to develop his gifting. Once he discovered his gifting, which is easy for him. I mean, it's, you know, when you naturally, you, you know, he is music. Right. You know, he, he sing. I mean, we roll out the bed singing. You know? <laughs> um, but you, 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 you've developed it. You've, you know, you know, d deployed it. And, and now it's just a matter of, of, you know, working it, working it. Um, the Bible says, I quoted it earlier. I want to, um, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to read it properly. Um, it says, uh, a man's gift is as a, is as the, is as precious stones and he that turneth it shall prosper, right? A man's gift is as a precious stone. And the idea of turning a precious stone is to show off the glory of it, mm -hmm. right? So turning, Turning speaks to the marketing aspect of turning your gift speaks to the marketing aspect of what you do with your business. Yeah. You want to show off the glory of it. Right. So so to ascertain the wisdom of of turning or showing off the glory of it will attract and draw people so that you can then you can then serve them by selling. That's another thing that we want to we want to bring out that that you have to that you that you we got to understand that everything that God give us is not meant to be, you know, be about volunteering. We, there's a scripture in the um, I in the remember proverb. that scripture that you said a while ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the proverb that 11:26 that says, "He that withholdeth, mm -hmm. he that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him." Right. He says, "But blessing, what is what is the blessing designed to do? Make one wealthy, mm -hmm. right? The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow." So you want to talk about the life of your dreams? It's it's being it's being under the blessing. The blessing of the Lord shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. Right. I serve you by selling you what God is giving me. I can serve you. Part of my ministry is to serve you by selling. It's OK to sell what it is that God has given you. God, God himself. I don't like to use the term salesman, but God himself presents you with offers, with opportunities. What we have to see ourselves as in ministry or slash business, all one and the same. You, we have to see ourselves as giving people an opportunity through our offers to engage in the gifting that God has given me. That's it, that's going to be a blessing to them. That's going to empower them to go forth and build wealth themselves. So that's how we have to view and see who we are and what God has given us entrepreneurially. I have to see that what God has given me is the ability to to empower you. But you got to make an investment in yourself, you know, and I give you an opportunity. So I don't I don't like to use the word salesman. Excuse me. I like to use the, I, the concept of, of making you an offer or giving you an opportunity because that's what God does. He said he does stuff like this. He says he says, um, I've given you the land. It's yours. But you got to possess it. Right. 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 You got to do something. Mm -hmm. Right. It, the land is yours, Israel. Right. But you got you got to possess it. Like, like I have millions for you. 
Like, my, my, I, I, want, I want to make you wealthy, but you got to turn your gift. Mm. You got to turn your gift. I got something. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you said God gives us the, the opportunity. I want to read something from here. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> if we give God a moment, this blew my mind. Yeah. Listen, listen to this, bro. Okay, so they're talking about Peter when Jesus went with Peter out into the boat, right? And oh, how yeah. when he said to throw throw the net over, right? Yeah, Scientific good. studies have yeah. proven that based yeah. on net capacity, boat size, buoyancy, and the average cost of fish in that economy, the Worst total value that. and current U.S. currency of that catch was an estimated oh. fifteen million. $314,056. This amount divided four ways gave each partner roughly $3,828,514. That was enough to last at least 34 years yeah. during the economic period. Right. And, and that's said, just y'all good now follow nah, me come on. Nah, come and on. that and that was just giving jesus a moment yeah like let me just take what just just give me one one opportunity just give right. me one moment just to bless right. you that right. was oh, like yeah. oh it's powerful wow no it's powerful no that's powerful <laughs> listen uh, uh the, the the housers they stayed actually start uh, i got the, the the information still in my bag I, I carried around with me because because that that i was wild when i read that too i was i always marveled see when you read one of the gospels, it makes it seem like Jesus just walked up to him and said, come on, Peter, follow me. Mm. And they said, okay. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. what? That didn't make sense to me. Like, right. something else had to happen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you read another version, I think in Luke's gospel, the fifth chapter, it goes into the details and it, it fits the pattern perfectly. It fits the pattern perfectly. We, we quote this scripture all the time, right? And it's very, very prominent in the church. 3 John, verse 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou would prosper and be in health, even as thy soul doth prosper. Mm -hmm. Right? Wonderful truth. Beautiful truth. <laughs> marvelous truth. We run around the church truth, right? <laughs> run around the church truth. But what we don't realize, what we don't realize is, is John was writing to Gaius. Gaius was renowned. Gaius had a reputation. Gaius was herald. He was celebrated. I mean, Gaius was known throughout the known church world at the time. If you went through Gaius's town, listen, he was going to make you feel like a king. Mm. He was going to put you up in a luxurious spot. You was going to have the best of everything when you went through Gaius's town. Gaius was known for were taking care of the missionaries who was going forth preaching the gospel or who was hiding out because they were being persecuted. Not only would Gaius take care of you when you came to his town, he would put you up in the best. He clothed you. He feeds you. He bathed. He'd give you the best of everything. But then when you left, he'd send you off with a nice package so that you wouldn't have to worry about things when you went to the next town. Mm -hmm. That's why John said, listen, Gaius, my man, <laughs> I'm going to spend all my time praying for your business to prosper. It says this in verse three, it says, for I rejoice greatly when thy brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. So there was a specific truth that John was talking about. He says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. He said, beloved, thou doest faithfully that which thou doest to the brethren and to strangers. In other words, what, what he was doing, he did it with a fervor. He did it faithfully. He was committed to this. He wouldn't allow anything to prevent him not 
to, to, to not take care of the, the evangelists or the preachers or the teachers that was coming through town. And this is what it says. It says, which have borne witness of thy charity. That word charity is the, is the, is the English word or the old English word for the acts of love or the acts of kindness. Specifically spoke to when one would use their resources to take care of another. That's why Paul says, look not unto your own needs, but look unto the needs of, of another man. Well, if you got to have resources to do that. So what, what, what we have to see in, in, in the desire for God to make us wealthy is we have to have a certain mindset. What Peter did, Peter supported Jesus' ministry. The, uh, the outcome of him supporting Jesus' ministry and establishing the covenant in the lives of his people was Jesus said, listen, I'm going to make you boys wealthy. I'm going to retire you. And when mm -hmm. I retire, I want y'all to come follow me. Right. So that's basically what he did. See, this speaks to so much of the model we have for missionary work, the model we have for going into ministry, the mindset we should have uh, for for those uh, for believers and for those who preach the gospel. I mean, I really believe I really believe that we have no. I'll give you an example. I was listening to somebody talk about how the church should use the tithe. Right. Well, well, this was somebody who's who I don't know if she was saved or not, but she was talking about the church as if she wasn't saved. She was saying mm. she because she was saying, pointing out problems. She's like one of the things that that I think the church should do with the tithe is they should pay for people to go to school. Right. They should pay for it. would be like you tithe into me or to the ministry. And but then but then I should pay for your son to go to college. Right. And it sounds good. It sounds OK, but 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 what she's doing is she's she she's getting ahead of what really is supposed to be. Or she's making an assumption based off of wrong, wrong operation. See, I if I'm focused on building you up, if I'm focused on teaching you how to build wealth, if I'm focused on helping you discover your gift, if I'm focused on teaching you how to turn your gift and putting you in a position to prosper, then you'd be able to pay for your son to go to school himself. Mm -hmm. Right. I shouldn't have to take the tithe that's right. designed for there to be meat in the storehouse of God and help you pay for your son's school. Now, now that's a good thing if I can. No, no, right. not that I can't do it. Right. But but the church hasn't operated the way the church is supposed to operate. I told y'all like folks told me that, you know, you can't be you can't be a preacher and own a business. Mm -hmm. Like God blessed me with a, with a business right off right as soon as I walked away from football. But folks told me, well, you got if you're gonna go into full-time ministry, you gotta sell the business. So I sold it. It was the worst advice that I've ever gotten. I got right from yeah. the pulpit. Yeah. Well, you can't be in full-time ministry and, and 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 own a business. Why not? Because they have a warped or a lack of understanding of what it means, of what God is when it comes to building wealth. Poverty is the enemy. I don't know how else to poverty is the primary enemy. Satan is poverty. He is poverty. God hates poverty. He wants us wealthy. Now there's degrees in that. You can, you can, hey, you can be, if you want to be at the lowest degree, that's your prerogative. <laughs> but there's degrees in wealth creation. There's degrees in it. God wants us wealthy. He hates poverty. His warfare is with poverty. Jesus made that clear that poverty was the enemy. I have a question. So why, why do you, I, okay, I'll go a different direction. Yeah. How, how can 
because obviously the church has not taken this this opportunity during COVID season to to really get into that aspect of of you know wealth creation and development and all that kind of stuff, which is a biblical concept, right? And 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 so we we have a lot of people in Black America alone who are dependent on these stimulus checks and dependent on this you know uh, uh, on unemployment and all that. Now. If I'm not mistaken, the way that unemployment is set up, it's set up to pay pay out an average of $15 an hour, about, right? Even with that, you figure the cost of living right now is very low because nobody's going out. I mean, they're starting to open New York State now, so people are going to go out and stuff like that. But my mindset the entire time was to take advantage and use whatever money we were saving to pour into the business, mm-hmm. Right. But that's from learning from you. Right. You right, know what I mean? Right. So, so why, again, I, w- I want to stay away from why, but how, how is it? <sighs> Bro, listen, I know you're going, son. I know you're going. Go ahead. I know you're going. It's, it's, see, see, I was in a conversation with a brother from um, Morehouse Theological Seminary, and we were talking about it. And listen, the whole structure got to come down. The whole structure. Unfortunately, the church current mechanism for ministry is rooted in white supremacy. So the whole structure, specifically when you brought up black America, when they freed slaves, they weren't trying to teach them wealth creation because you still had white supremacists overseeing the, the church, the church's method and ministry and what came forth, right? The poverty gospel, the poverty gospel initiated I can't say initiated, but the public gospel was used to keep slaves intact, in, in to keep them poor, to, to maintain the dominant white society. Right. And that's been and that's been, you know, passed down generationally. The 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 extent or the idea of teaching you how to become prosperous is bring the tithe and offering and God going to bless you. And that's pretty much been the extent of it. And I told you all the day I the day I get caught up in. Teaching y'all bring the tithe and God going to bless you. Leave because there ain't enough information. There ain't enough information. Right. I need more than tithe than God. Gonna, it's, it's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. Like that scripture that actually the tithe was designed for entrepreneurs. Like the nation of Israel was an entrepreneurial people. He says, I open the windows of heaven, pour y'all room enough, blessing, room enough that you won't have blessing to receive. Well, if I'm making $10,000 now, uh, 1250 now is the minimum wage. If I'm making that on the job, that's all I'm going to make. Like, 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 you know, tops ain't paying me no more than twelve fifty an hour. You know, they ain't giving me no, and they want to, and they want to, they want to overwork me and pay me less than that if they could. Yep. Mm-hmm. The current perversion of capitalism is not designed to make people wealthy. Right. I'm sorry. It's not designed to make those who have jobs wealthy. It's designed to make ownership and entrepreneurs wealthy. Yep. So um, the church hasn't taught that. Generally speaking, again, you have some folks, you know, but when you think about specifically in the black church, they haven't taught entrepreneurship. Right. They've operated as entrepreneurs. But they haven't taught the people. Right. I don't even know if they realize they was operating as entrepreneurs. Mm. Yeah. Like you got you got you got you got this one ministry that I follow that 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 this ministry, this minister has been operating as an entrepreneur. All, you know, 50 years of his life. Right talks about the wealth creation principles of God and he uses himself as an example a lot. But what he don't bring out is he's been operating as an entrepreneur. You speaking to people who got jobs. Mm. 
You speaking to people who got a job mentality. You got to first change the job mentality. That's I don't right. know why y'all ain't prospering. I'm prospering. Y'all should be prospering. <laughs> well, they got jobs and you out there as an entrepreneur. That's the difference. Are you talking to them about entrepreneurship? Are you telling them that they have a gift? Are you teaching them how to develop, how to, how to, how to describe, how to deploy, how to, how, to, how to create that gift in it and market? Are you teaching them those things? That's what it really comes down to. It's more than bring the tithe and God going to bless you. You got to teach people money, making money, managing money, and multiplying money skills. You got to have those skills. You, you got to have a, financial, a level of financial literacy that's going to enable you. See, the thing that hurt me, I play, I play, uh, I come out of professional football, right? Spent every, every penny, every, everything that I made. You know, I probably, I, it, after three years, I was fortunate enough to be able to invest what was left into my performance training business, and that blew up as well. Mm -hmm. But had I had the money management and multiplying skills then that I have now, things would have been so much different. Yeah. But even, even after I got saved, I wasn't taught these things. They didn't talk to me about those things. I had, to, I, had to, I had to discover them for myself. When this should be the first thing, the first thing I talk to people about, and I remember I apologize to all y'all, all my sons and daughters, I apologize to them, because this is what I should have been talking to y'all about first. Is make, because this is what God, the first people Jesus said, I'm going to talk to is the poor people. I'm going to tell them, you ain't got to be poor no more. I'm going to lead you right out of that poverty. Mm -hmm. It's the first thing, right? So we have to recognize that. We got to see that. The reason why, why the church hasn't gone down that road, again, we can go all the way back to, to the origin of it, but today I believe the light and the revelation of it is so great. Um, but it hasn't been presented properly. It's been presented more in a way where the preacher gets the benefits, but the pew don't get it yeah. because... I'm operating as an entrepreneur from the pulpit. They operating as job getters and job seekers mm -hmm. in the pew. But we got we got to empower the pew. Listen, no, you may start there. You may start there, just like you're doing. But you got a gift, and it's precious. It's glorious. It's valuable. Yeah. You just got to know how to turn it. You got you got to know how to show all the glory of it. You got to know how to market it. You got to find your niche, and you got to get in there. And you got to make it happen. God is with us. The blessing is upon us. The anointing is within us. The grace is, the grace is around us. The favor is all everywhere we go. We got all these things working for us. But we just got to come into an awareness of it. And, and you know, we, we, we do that at Building with God's Way, and we got several solutions. So, yeah, just, just, just connect with us, and, you, you know, you'll find you'll fall, you'll fall in some, some brand somewhere, and you'll be blessed, you know. So. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, we, oh. did I answer your question about the book? Answer? Yeah. I don't. Oh, you read? No, you yeah, read, I read it. it. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, any last thought? Because Papa D has other obligations with other children besides us. I just have one last thought. I, <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's a very powerful thing. Real quick. Um, with with what happened with the AMC and GameStop stocks and all. That oh kind of yeah, I forgot all about that. The the, Man. the uh, Reddit. I think it was a, yeah. a Reddit group that yeah. that put this whole idea together to legally legally. Oh, they finna make these that. hedge fund companies pay up right. on stocks that they tried to short. And I, I, Are you I, talking about GameStop? GameStop. Game stop, stop. Stop. Yes. Yeah, okay. Stop, yeah. Stop. Yeah. okay. So, so the whole process of, of forcing these, these hedge fund companies that tried to short stocks to pay up on it was genius. Mm. But they had to have a knowledge first. Right. And then secondly, they had to have people who were willing to, to listen and hear and then do. Right. Right. Which are all important aspects of, of, of enacting, you know, what the, the, the giftings that God has put in us 
and enacting, you know, what God has for us to do with with these giftings. Right. So I, I just wanted to point that out. I, I thought that was amazing how, oh, how yeah, it happened. Yeah, it and genius, and yeah. I mean, that I, I'm going to start looking out for stuff like that. Well, no, that, that was, I was telling Rich, we got to find we got to we got to he got to stay in tune with that whole Reddit thing. Yeah. So that if that happens again, because one guy ended up making 12 million dollars or something. Like yeah, that. I heard I heard it made four four billionaires. Oh, four billionaires. Off wow. of that. Yep. Well, yeah. um, my last words would be this. There's two there's two things we fight for here that we're fighting for here at Salvation Solutions. The first is um, using your gifting to build wealth. The other first is reparations for black America. Right. The believer. God wants you wealthy and you've been given the gift set from our remunerator, the wealth maker, the king maker to become wealthy. You just got to, you know, discover it, develop it you know, um, design it and then deploy it, you know, but then, but then we got to fight for reparations and the book, um, the electronic copy came in and we put an order in for, um, our promotional copies of the book. I started the process of reaching out to the influencers and the leaders that we want to send to. I've got nothing but positive responses. So we're going to do again, a soft release, a hard release, but we're going to make it available for, um, for everybody to get because, and this is going to be a long fight. Uh, when I say long fight, I'm not saying 100 years. I'm thinking like, you know, a lot shorter than that, you know, but we in it for, we in it for however long it takes, but God's going to see to it that black America is cared for. Um, and we just gotta, we just gotta, we, we gonna, I'm not saying we gotta, we're gonna come together as a black America, as a black church. The Lord said something to me the other day. Um, there's been a lot of people fighting for it. For reparations, there's a lot of there's a lot of what they call what they call um, uh, it's called a um, liberation theology is what it's called, and there's been a lot of black ministries. Um, Dr. Martin Luther King would be considered a liberationist, a liberator, one who had liberation theology uh, at the end of his life. Um, but but until the church, really until the church wholeheartedly embraces. And I'm not just talking about the black church. I'm talking about the white church. The whole church embraces the Jesus justice, what I call it. They call it liberation theology, but it's Jesus justice. It's there. That's what's going to turn the tide. That's what's going to make America's government grant black America reparations. So I really feel called to the church to stir up the church and to call out the church to repent and repair so that we can reconcile. Repent, repair, and then we'll see true reconciliation and we'll see revival like they prophesied. But until then, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be flailing in the wind. All right. That is our lasting thoughts. So thank you again for uh, checking in to Salvation Solutions. Make sure you comment, like, share on YouTube. And until next time, be safe and stay blessed.